0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Glasgow Food Club podcast. This week Lauren and I are discussing all things East versus West in Scotland's biggest food debate. Before we jump into the podcast though please be aware that this week we had an issue with Lauren's microphone and unfortunately we didn't realise this until we recorded an hour of podcast footage. We don't think it's too bad and hopefully you guys will stick with us to the end. Um, Lastly, as you guys know, Lauren and I may have working relationships with some of the restaurants we mention. However, we've neither been asked nor paid to mention them. We just really love them. Enjoy the podcast. So, how are you this week, Lauren?
1: Pretty good. I'm actually really glad to be here to actually focus on some foodie stuff again. Because I feel like I've taken a total... It's
0: just been immersed in work. Ah. And there's been me no too. Foodie,
1: foodie stuff. So well, it makes me
0: happy. I'm quite lucky with my work though, because I'm now constantly immersed in food. So even when I'm working now immersed in I'm food. just like I'm bathing in a sea <laughs> of, of like of like <laughs> food pictures. <laughs> so even when I'm working I still feel like I'm not working, which is great, although it has been very busy, which is always an amazing complaint to have. It is, it is. If so
1: you could
0: bathe in food. What, what would you bathe in? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is it if you could. I think this is more if you had to. If you had to. Well I mean you'd pick something dry, wouldn't you? You'd pick something like oh no mm-hmm. do know what I'd want? complex. Do you want to know what I would want to bathe in? M and M's. You would want to be. I M&M's. would want to be an M&M's because then I would just eat my way out and I'd be fine. I had
1: to choose something. I think I would end up, could, could I encase myself in a tiger loaf?
0: Why not? You could, again, something else, bread. something else you could eat your way out from, like a, a food-loving butterfly yeah. emerging, from, <laughs> <laughs> emerging from a tiger bread. <laughs> Contesco, oh, that's very special. I love it? that, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have all kinds of visions that was, that was not how I expected the podcast to start today. Ooh, I won't go into
1: it. Oh, sorry, sorry, Char, that, that, that was
0: Charlie. He's, He's wanting to, to uh, contribute what he would yeah. climb out of. Uh, Charlie would climb out of a vat of gravy. <laughs> Or, like, some kind of chicken or cheese. or. Kim Kim. Do you know what's quite funny? So, you know how they say, that like, dogs kind of take on the personalities of their owners yes. and things like that? Charlie is very much my boy. Like, he is the most food-focused dog I have ever seen in my life. The boy will literally do anything for a piece of chicken. He's so, actually
1: staring me in the
0: eyes right now going, yep. It's <laughs> completely true. So, we're training him tonight. I met with this guy... Um, he's called. I think he's on Instagram. The Glasgow dog trainer. I think his name's John. And um, we hired him to give me coaching because it's not about training the dog. Yep. It's obviously about training me. And I like as soon as I saw him, I was like, look, he is going to train up a dream. I just don't know how to do it. And he's training up beautifully. I Because he's just all about the hot dog, the chicken, the cheese. So the, the reward, and you give him. Ch- yeah. Yeah, the chocolate drop, which I should say, <laughs> doggy friendly chocolate, obviously not just like, not like Cadbury's buttons, which he absolutely (laughs) does not get. (laughs) Um, On purpose, anyway. uh, Well, well, indeed. They get into absolutely
1: anything. She ate a full uh, chicken carcass out of the the bin once.
0: That's so dangerous. We know the brittle bones bones slicing their their throat. I know somebody who ate an entire cooked chicken, a dog ate an entire cooked chicken off a worktop.
1: They can eat raw, but they can't eat the cooked also, I ended up, I'm not going to say, I found something in the garden that comes out of
0: a dog. Oh, no, a, no, I don't even want to know. Do
1: you know the thing that goes around the roast beef, like the string? Yes. Basically, because it's been flavoured with beef, she pulled
0: oh that out of the bin God. as well. Oh, my God. Dogs are just. <laughs> the, Charlie does this as well, that because he's so food focused, he finds, like, he, puts every, he wants to put everything in his mouth and see if it's edible. <laughs> so I have these beautiful um, blue, oh, my God, what's the name of it? Bluebell grey. Cushions on my sofa in the living room, and they're feather filled, and the feathers come out of it as they do with feather filled. Charlie has eaten more of them now than is left (laughs) in the cushion. He's just you see him, and he's like, you know, some kind of like like uh, what's the Tom and Jerry with like the 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 bird the bird hanging out of his mouth. Oh. Oh, he's just he's some boy, but yeah, he finds things like little stones in the living room. You're like, where did that come from? Where have you found that? Um, so yeah, that's the end of the podcast for this week. <laughs> <laughs> all We're, about, Doug all re- about what, what Charlie will eat. <laughs> um, so yes, rather odd start to the podcast this what, week, but what, there you go. What will, eat, what will we eat? What will we eat? Um, so I had seen this thing a couple of weeks ago in the Scotsman, I think it was Scotsman, Yep, by um, Sean Murphy, who's the food writer there. And I actually saved it because I thought it would be a really, really fun thing for us to talk about this week on the podcast. And it's basically about 17 food questions guaranteed to cause an argument in Scotland. Oh, so,
1: oh, I right, love an argument. We'll, Can we do, so there's <laughs> seven.
0: There's 17 of them. We'll see how many we get through, and I think it'll be quite interesting to have that whole east west coast divide, um, because that's really actually yeah. what most food arguments are focused around. So the first one is, what do you call Scotland's most popular breakfast item? Now, I realise this is quite difficult because obviously it's showing you a picture. So let me tell you what I call it. I call it square sausage. I do too. But this is new to me because growing up in Glasgow, growing up in Dundee, it was Lorne sausage.
1: Right, okay.
0: Would be what I would call it. So
1: my name is Lauren. Ah. And there was a joke when I was in school that they'd be like, ha ha ha, you're a sausage. And I'm like, ha ha ha, but I'm not called Lorne. You know there are guys called Lorne. Is there?
0: Well, yes. what's quite funny is my maiden name is Lorne. So I used to get Lorne sausage, which to me, <laughs> it was like... What you the sausage? But I was just like, like I've, I've, as a kid, I was always kind of like, what are you talking about? And I think that's being an only child. Growing up with adults in an adult environment, I never really got child humour, <laughs> really. And I think still... Too, above it all. Well, no, it's Seven it's years not, old in the playground, like, what? That is not even funny. It's not that I don't get it. I'm just not into, like... Like, see how boys think like farting is yes. funny. I don't think that's funny. I've never thought that's funny. I don't. I don't, think that's funny either. I don't get that whole toilet humour at all. So to me, being called Lorne Sausage, I was just like, what? That doesn't. What? I don't get it. So yeah. So that's going back to my childhood. Sorry, but if yeah, these are called Lorna. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> indeed. Unless you live in the West Coast and you're fine because Square Sausage, and you're like, what in the name of God is Lorne Sausage? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I we agree on that? I, we do agree on that. Okay. But they're saying, is it square or is it slice? Is how they're kind of asking the question. I, I don't call it either of those things. I just call it square sausage. Yeah, I call it
1: square sausage. Square sausage. Yeah, square yeah, sausage. Yeah, I just say like square sausage. I do sausage. know some people that call it slice. I'm trying to think. I think one of them's from Aberdeen.
0: Mmm, that's unusual. Because on the East Coast, slice? I
1: know
0: it's generally... But she's moved around quite a lot, so
1: I'm Uh, I'm to confirm actually where she's maybe
0: picked that up. On another note, square sausage is like my ultimate breakfast treat. Oh, yeah, I love it. Like that with black pudding on a bagel. Oh, on a bagel? With tomato sauce. Oh,
1: no, no. no, no, no. We'll hopefully get to a sauce question. Well,
0: that's the next one. In fact, (laughs) the question is brown or red? Brown. All day. Red. Every single day of the week. I went through a phase once, probably in my teens, and it probably involved a boy who said they liked brown sauce. So I started eating brown sauce because that's the type of thing you do <laughs> when you're a thirteen year old girl. And you like everything they
1: do. Yeah,
0: and it's like a boy says I like Dr Pepper, and I'm like, mm, I love Dr Pepper. Never had a Dr Pepper in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, red sauce every no, single time. No. And tatties, brown sauce. Like I was going to say, I put brown sauce,
1: and I put vinegar and my tuna. I put like, so I love tart sharp do you know you know
0: so that's brown sauce because one of its key ingredients is vinegar so this w- no wasn't this week it was a few weeks ago i did a campaign i was approached by blue dragon uh, i should point out it was a paid campaign do you know they've not asked me to mention it on the podcast but i was paid for this advert um and they sent me some sauces and they sent me a teriyaki sauce. And a whole sen sauce and the idea is that you they want you to use these as condiments now rather than cooking ingredients and I use the whole sen sauce now on everything yeah it is amazing and I just I had it on like sausages on a roll a sausage sandwich I have it now with chips with chicken nuggets if I get something from McDonald's like that's the sauce I use and it's amazing so
1: do you say a sausage sandwich uh, a sausage
0: well, it was on breads, so it wasn't on a roll. It was like a, oh, it was bread well, it's with a piece and sausage. Too. no. It's definitely not a piece. I never say piece. Oh, it's a piece and sausage. No, it's a sandwich. I don't know why I would say a piece and sausage. Like it
1: surely it would be a sausage piece, but yeah, it's a piece and sausage.
0: But it's not something I eat often enough. If that makes sense, I don't. It's not something I eat that often. Yeah. Like I don't often eat breakfast it's stuff like that in the house.
1: It's like I've ever
0: said that before. A sausage, and... sausage on bread. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Let's. Well, that's that's a whole other quick. That apparently is a whole podcast by itself. <laughs> so, this one is super controversial for me. Yes. Because there is only one way to do this, and I suspect it will not be the way that you're about to say. What goes in stovies?
1: In terms of meat.
0: Yes. I would say like beef. Stew. N- no, you're one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you this. This is an a west coast thing. People in the west coast cannot make stovies. Yeah, like it's just I a fact.
1: I'll, 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 preface this then before you jump in and give me what it actually is because I totally I will bow to your east coast ways. It is. I used to get it in Aberdeen when we go to Stonehaven for our family flat, and it was always pre-made corn beef.
0: Never made stovies. Corn beef is the the only way. My granddad makes the best like stovies ever, um, and there's only a few things in it you put. Onions, potatoes, a tin of corned beef, like you chop it up into squares and you put like some Bisto, um, like OXO granuli things in it, sweat it down, stew it. It's basically like if you were to buy it from Marquis, for example, sell a corned beef hash, that's what Stovies is. But here you get like sausages in it, you get meat. I saw somebody put like square sausage. Like you people, I'm sorry. You do things very well on the west coast. Making stovies is not one of them. I'm afraid to tell you. Well, all.
1: I think we all need to bow down to these ways when it comes to stovies because it is a, an east coast.
0: Area. It's one hundred percent. Like I, I'm always surprised how few places do stovies here. But then I suppose it's not really very trendy. It's mac and cheese that's like trendy.
1: Butteries though in Aberdeen, it's we don't really get them anywhere else.
0: Uh, no. Although I'll tell you, well, do you know what? We'll come on to butchers because I feel like that's going to be a question later. Um, <laughs>
1: Sorry, I should have probably read the questions. I'm probably...
0: <laughs> so the next one, I actually have no opinion on. Well, I have an opinion, but it's not about this question. The question is, do you like the new iron brew?
1: Okay, so for me, I stopped drinking sugary iron brew after I realised I had a bit of an addiction in my early 20s, and I went on to diet, so I can't really...
0: I don't drink fat iron brew. I do either. I don't, I just, I don't, it's not that I wouldn't drink it. I just far prefer diet iron brew.
1: Yeah. So I never used to. I used to love full fat iron brew. Realised it was far too much sugar because I'm kind of you anal know, about the whole teeth thing. And yeah, I moved on to diet as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you on
0: that. I can't actually drink fat iron brew, it's too, too much for it's me. It's
1: the furriness of the teeth that gets me off. You know what I don't like though? The, the iron brew extra.
0: I've never had it. don't like it. I actually drink, I have a few fizzy drinks that I love and I don't tend to deviate from them. Although, wait till I tell you what I did a few weeks ago. So my new thing at the moment is Coke Zero Cherry. Oh, no. See I don't like Diet Coke, but Coke Zero is actually pretty close to Coke. See I'm the total opposite again. I love Diet Coke, hate Coke, oh, hate Coke no. Zero. I love Coke. Coke is yeah. the only fat juice I really drink. I love it. Um, So Coke Zero Cherry, I love. Um, And I tend to get, because we're a top floor flat, we don't often go to like Tesco's or Sainsbury's or whatever to do a big shop. tend to get it delivered. And the places we get it delivered from, they quite often don't have the Coke Zero Cherry. So I end up not having it. So I order on Amazon Pantry and I order it like, you know, six cases at a time, that type of thing. A couple of weeks ago, I accidentally ordered two lots of six 12 cases of Coke Zero turned up. So I feel like I'm running some kind of black market Coke Zero cherry out of my kitchen because I have, I'm down now, I think, to about nine cases and I'm basically necking them at the kitchen to try and get rid of them. Oh my because God. I've nowhere to put 12 cases of Coke Zero. So I was like, what have you done? I was like, it's an accident, but I'll drink them. But I'm just kind of, I keep moving them around the kitchen from one <laughs> ledge to another ledge to the table. Yeah. So I have a lot of Coke Zero to be drinking. Uh, but yeah, I, I, other than that, I drink Diet Iron Brew. So I, I, really I like, can't. Totally off My drink of choice
1: right now is fizzy elderflower.
0: Uh, I hate elderflower drinks. Love it. I mean, if we're being honest, my drink of wine is a nice Malbec. My drink of choice is a Malbec, but. <laughs> I mean, you can't really have that at 10 o'clock in the morning while you're having Although, a biscuit.
1: I'll tell you about I, I had a shot of vodka on a Monday afternoon. Oh, two
0: weeks ago. Right, question five. We have spoken about this before. We have. Salt and sauce versus salt and vinegar. I don't think I've ever
1: tried East Coast sauce, so I'm going to vote salt and vinegar.
0: Salt and sauce every day of the week.
1: I think I'm going to
0: go over to... Yeah, it really can only be experienced in Edinburgh. It's. It, you would have to go to Edinburgh to have it. You would have to go to Edinburgh and it has to be something like chip roll or, you know, like chips and sausage, that kind of thing. It's quite right. a traditional chippy, just chips actually, right, okay. but absolutely my favourite thing, like, in the world. Question six. This is quite an interesting one. Porridge. Do you eat porridge? Yes, I do. Sweet or salty? Sweet. I used to always have mine with salt and then changed about five years ago and now I always have it sweet. So you can do both? Oh, I 100% can do both. It can be sweet or savoury for me. Mm. I,
1: yeah, it's funny as well, because you are definitely the sweet
0: tooth. Oh, 100%. And you
1: know what I'm saying? I don't do, so I've never tried it salty.
0: Uh, I think you would quite like it I'm salty. I probably would,
1: because I'm such a savoury person.
0: The reason I switch to sweet is the older I'm getting, the more I don't like to eat repetitively so it's why I like to eat tapas style it's why I like to share food that you can enjoy little bits and pieces whereas I would never go to a restaurant and order a risotto because to me four bites in we've spoken about it before we're over it um whereas at least like pasta and stuff you can add catches and things but porridge I have found that if you go savory it just becomes a bit more porridge like a bit more mushy and oh whereas when you go sweet you can obviously add like fruit in I usually put a teaspoon of Nutella because you only really need a teaspoon of some and then it melts down you can spread it through I sometimes throw on some Reese's Pieces or some little Milky Way stars and you don't need an awful lot of it So, it's not like you're starting the day off having a 10,000 calorie bowl of porridge.
1: Although, Adam Adam Macros would definitely have the 10,000. Yeah, I mean,
0: we've spoken about him before. (laughs) He's he's killing life at the moment.
1: (laughs) But definitely with the porridge bowls. Interestingly, I would never have a fully packed porridge bowl. Like, I am so plain when it comes to these things. So, I make my porridge with water, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, no. Yeah, make it with water. No. And then add in a little bit of milk so that it's kind of a wee bit runny, right? Mm -hmm. And
0: a teaspoon of sweetener. Here's There's something sweetener and that is it. Here's something interesting, and I actually think this makes a big difference to porridge. Do you make it in a pan or in the microwave? Microwave. See, I do it in a pan. It just It's night and day difference but to me. It? Yeah, 100%. I don't think I've ever made it in a pan. I, just, it's, I, always, I always do it in a pan and it always do it with milk. Mm. Um, I've done it with
1: milk. It was, it's trying to save calories, so that's the reason I do it with water. Which what is I, a pathetic excuse. And uh, reason, really, But
0: Porridge bowls, just random thought. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, my friend Audrey, who I think her Instagram is the Gingerella, her big thing is porridge bowls, and every day is a different porridge bowl. And yeah. um, she also tries to be vegan, but she's French cheese, you know. So um, she, does, <laughs> she tries, she tries her very best to live a vegan lifestyle. Um, and her porridge bowls are beautiful. They look beautiful, but also they're a great source of Inspiration of what you can put in it. So if you're looking for inspo, go and check out her Instagram because she does like the most amazing, beautifully constructed porridge bowls, bowls, ensembles, (laughs) ensembles. (laughs) Would you call it an an assembled bowl of porridge? It's delicious. So the next one is another picture one. So I am just going to go out. It says, "What do you call this?" You've already said this. Yeah, it's a it's a chip roll. I have rolling chips. So they have said, the ca- little caption underneath it is, what do you call this? A chip roll, a rolling chips, or shudders, a chip butty. I would, net, like, I do not use the word butty. I hate it. I know. I hate
1: it. I So I'm probably not a good Glaswegian, actually, to have here, because I think I speak quite, I'm not going to say quite proper, that sounds horrendous, but I don't use a lot of slang.
0: I... I I never use, well, I sometimes use slang, I but I like do it, sleep. I use slang in like, when I'm trying to be funny, uh, but I don't, I don't really use an awful I, lot of I, slang. I say, I, I,
1: say I, I, and I was about to say I swear like a soldier, I swear like a sailor, uh, yeah. but in terms of actually slang, Glaswegian words, I don't really use
0: them. No, neither do I, and I think a lot, yeah, I, I think again that comes down to having grown up in an adult environment. Yeah. I don't really use an awful lot of slang at uh, to Who you hang about with, how your parents
1: yeah. speak. So yeah.
0: I no, I'm with you. I don't it doesn't bother me, I don't care if people do, but I'm and I it's I, just not it doesn't it's not in, us, yeah. it would be a forced thing like when I when I write things to my friends and I'm using slang words or anything, I'm doing it to be funny. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me. I cool, whatever. Um but I hate the word butty. There are a few words I hate. Butty is one of them. I just don't like saying it. <laughs> butty. 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 <laughs> butty. Like, can I have a butty of that? I don't, I just hate it. <laughs> there are another few words, but they tend to be sweary words. If you're a woman, you can probably guess what that word is. <laughs> I always, yeah. I always go, whenever Emily says it near me, I always go, you don't use that word.
1: So you know, interestingly, I went off it for a few years and I've kind
0: of come back around to using it again. Like, my, like it's, I, like when people around me use it, they're, like they're using it in a fun way, you know. It's not a, it's not in a nasty way it's being used, but they enjoy saying it because they know it winds me up. There are a few times in my life I've used it, and I swear a lot, as we've spoken about before. <laughs> and when I've used it, pe- my friends will actually go, oh, "You're really serious." I've got, I am really serious. <laughs> <laughs> I am not joking around when I use that word. But yes. In my mind, butty is on the same level as that word. Um, So yes, to me, it's a chip roll. And also, what I used to have quite regularly at school, um, chip roll, salt and vinegar tomato sauce. No, but not with
1: salt and sauce.
0: Well, because in Dundee, you didn't get salt and sauce. Is it
1: literally only
0: Edinburgh? Edinburgh, and I think Fife, close to Edinburgh. Like my friend grew up in Dumfries, and he had said it's a regular thing in Fife, but no, it was never a thing in Dundee. Salt and vinegar. Uh, the next one, I mean, I don't really have any thoughts on this one. So bread, plain or pan bread. And
1: they've got a picture of Mother's Pride. So yeah, that's only one thing
0: to me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Sourdough. <laughs> that is
1: not an option. <laughs> plain bread. And I don't know if it's going to be a, a question later. What do you call the one on...
0: Uh, I think that is a question later. Oh, we'll come, question? we'll come back. Okay. We'll come back to that one later um so yeah plain
1: bread and mother's pride is definitely the one see mother's pride toasted with butter oh my goodness
0: it's not something i would ever buy oh, it's not that i object to it
1: i get craving for mother's pride plain bread sometimes
0: yeah it's not it's not something i i think now because i mean probably i did when i was younger but i think now the array of breads which are available to us is staggering like Al gets really annoyed with me, he's like, just pick a bread! I'm like, yeah, but I need to understand all of the options and how many calories are in each slice. When it comes to
1: bread, I don't even consider that.
0: Yeah, no. Um,
1: I am generally a connoisseur of bread, but... Oh, I love bread.
0: I I love bread. I love carbs. See people that can cut carbs out of their diet. To me, I feel like they're heroes. (laughs) No, like, I no
1: don't... they're not heroes. Well, no, they're, 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 just... a,
0: they're admirable, but they're not heroes. It blows my mind. Like, How can you cut bread, potatoes, and pasta? And rice. And, and pizza. Cakes, and, and rice. And, and biscuits. And how, how, how? It blows my mind. But aliens. So the next one, I don't know if you're going to have an answer to this or not, because I don't know if you drink this. Should water be added to whiskey?
1: My answer from working in hospitality is try it first if possible. Always,
0: Which,
1: apparently, taste it neat. That she says that. Yeah. So yeah, it depends
0: on the whiskey. I quite often. So my group of friends are big whiskey drinkers, and we have an astonishing array of whiskies in the house. And Alistair is always delighted that I'm not a big whiskey drinker because, like, because I you don't, you don't I drink don't drink stash. it. I don't <laughs> drink the stash. So I mean, occasionally I'll have it. I really try to like it and i really try to like bourbon and things like that i will always always add a cube of ice because my big thing was i don't like the burning sensation in my throat yeah and i feel like adding the ice just chills it down and i realize that's not how it's supposed to be drunk um but yeah but i tend not to drink it because i can't really tell the difference yeah, and whiskies I, so. I,
1: I mean when I worked in Sydney in Australia we done like whiskey tastings etc, like we would do wine tastings here um, and they always put me on them because I was Scottish mm. even though I didn't like whiskey at the time, I know, I know.
0: Did they make you wear a, a Hiyu Jimmy hat?
1: No they didn't, no they didn't, no, it, was, exactly. it was a quite upmarket restaurant because so that would have been hilarious, <laughs> um, but I had a tartan shawl thing because they were generally outside and sometimes it would get a wee bit chilly. Oh my god. And... <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't mind them. It's still not something I've come around to really enjoying. If you know what I mean, but no. drinking I can differentiate, but yeah. it's not something I'd be like, ooh, give me a whip. But then I'm not the, like that with a hell of a lot of
0: alcohol anyway. What blows my friends' minds is that I like really heavy peated smoky ones. Yeah. So we actually went to an event, I think it was last year, and it was for a whiskey brand called Smokehead. And this whiskey's pretty cheap, I man. I think it's about I think it's about Thirty-five, forty pound a bottle, which for a whiskey is insanely yeah. cheap, and I think is amazing. Like I've drunk a bottle—well, mm. not in one go, but I've <laughs> drunk a bottle over a year. Um, so I like the—I like smoky things and things that taste like a campfire. Yeah. So for me, super peaty is actually where I want to be, which is the complete. It's like starting drinking wine on like the beefiest Malbec. Yeah. But I also now drink really the love. beefiest yeah. Malbec, so it makes sense that I want that super. Yeah, robust. Yeah, robust. But I think with whiskey, you try it first. I always add an ice cube to chill it down. But I think the the higher the alcohol content, the more likely it is you're going to want to add water just to soften it a little bit. Next question. And we spoke about this just a second ago. What do you call the first and last slice of bread? The outsider. I just call it like the heel. What? I don't know. It's about... Yeah, I mean, they've said, do you call it the heel, the outsider, the end?
1: I have never heard any, which is totally a geographical thing.
0: I think it must be. I've, I, I, I feel... You,
1: we're, not to be fair, like, obviously I've said this about mushrooms. Right? Why do you eat fungus? And I know absolutely I do on <laughs> mushrooms. Um, but, like, we're not talking about shoe. We're talking about a loaf of bread.
0: Yeah, I, I've honestly never heard the outsider or no. the end. I never heard that expression before until I read this. It's all I didn't even know it was anything other than the heel. Or maybe the crust. No. It's the outsider. I don't even think I would call it a heel now. I, th- I, I think because, because I don't... Because I only eat sourdough. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't generally... I mean, I don't, it's not that I object to it. It's just I don't eat massive amounts of bread in the house. And if I do eat bread in the house, I want it to be sourdough nice one, yeah. or... Chibata. chibata. Uh, you, oh, I love the chibata
1: from Marks and Spencers.
0: But yeah, I mean, for me personally, the bakery at Marks and Spencers is oh, like heaven.
1: Absolutely
0: heaven. The bit, literally, I think the best thing they ever did was put a bakery in because I virtually never leave without a five pack of the white chocolate M and M's, not M and M's, the white cookies. chocolate cookies, and I never leave without sourdough. I mean, I've seen me go there just to get the San Francisco sourdough.
1: I go just for the chibata. Yeah. The, I drive the, up to the fort from my house, which yeah. is about 10 minutes, and just get a up for my
0: dinner. I get the complete rage if I go there and there's no San Francisco. And I yeah, also. He-
1: what? Here's a question. When it's pre-sliced. Oh no, it
0: has to be pre-sliced for oh, me. Really? Oh my no. god, it makes me insane no. if it's not pre-sliced. Oh, see
1: it's too thin.
0: No, the problem is if I have to cut it, it like squashes it down, and you end up with like diagonal bits and oh. bits that and like you know. no. Enough,
1: but see the ciabatta, they slice it like this down that
0: way. I'm wanting to eat it like a sandwich, ah, and i have up. I'm like, okay, I see. See with. It, the sourdough, because I always want. Or sometimes I'll get the pan and things. I always want it but sliced. Even,
1: even at that, what's the other one? The kind of square
0: one. Oh, like I know homemade? the one. A pave, pav. a pav. oh, oh, pave, pav. I don't know, <laughs> but what, yes, P A V E. Too thin. Slice too thin. Um. Yeah. See, I, I like it like that. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you something. So we're not like super like go to markets. Um, Asda. Yeah. Tiger loaf. Yeah. Massive. Holy yes. Jesus! Yeah. I got one a few months ago when we were going to my sister in law's, and it was just heaven. It is incredible for like a pound, a pound or whatever it is. A pound? It's
1: about the size of my thigh, which is not is not on uh, yeah, it's a fair size. Put it's it that
0: way. Massive. We had it as a starter with some patty and things. Oh. <laughs> it was so good so if you're an Asda's I think they do a big one and I think they do a smaller one but get the big one because actually you're going to have one slice and think oh my god you can't, I, you can't no just have one. no you can't you definitely can't so while we're talking about bread the next question soft or crispy crispy from Martin's old no No, never. Uh, Obviously, we're talking about morning rolls here. The answer is always soft. No, it's not. I hate crispy bread or rolls or anything like that. It's
1: the chewiness. Like, I love it. No,
0: I hate it. I wonder, actually if maybe it's because like my teeth, it gets like off into the gums and it sticks and yeah. it's, it's yeah, like- Yeah, you
1: do almost need to like rip it off. Yeah,
0: it's not, it's not for me at all. It's not, I don't have a morning roll that often actually. And I keep meaning to go to the place on Queen Margaret Drive. Is it Comet Piece?
1: Comet Piece,
0: yeah. Um, which do crispy morning rolls. morning rolls. And to be fair, they look yeah. mega. <laughs> they look insane. And it's one of those places that even though i live really close to i think i'm going to go there i'm going to go there i'm going to go there and i still haven't been and everyone else in the world has been so now i'm like i'm not going because everybody else in the world has yeah. been we've spoken about this before <laughs> um so i am going to make a point of going even though they do it on crispy rolls
1: that's not
0: the place i want to go is that that lunch where's that oh uh I, uh Anna's near annisland yes. yeah I, I mean they have oh, like mega. they have like 35,000 followers and I think they're genuine followers. I don't think they're they bot are, followers. Yeah, yeah. It's like their stuff looks disgusting but looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it looks they just do the just most. Dirty. Do you just know dirty. what it is? Dirty. Food filth. Yes. It it's, is it's a step above food porn. Yeah. It looks crazy. <laughs> um but they're they're doing so insanely well. So keeping it on the bread vibe. And we spoke about this a second ago as well. Um, is it a rowie or a buttery? I Didn't
1: even know it was called a rowie. No, did. neither
0: did I. It's Whereas
1: I actually heard that now, and I'm thinking, oh, that's what they meant. They meant a buttery because they were, oh, you can get as a rowie. And I'm going, what is a rowie? Why well, do no, I not know no, what no. this is when I'm going up Aberdeen like every year?
0: I think that's actually so. Buttery aren't really a thing south of Dundee. It's south of Aberdeen, really. You get places in Dundee that have them, but really it's an Aberdeenshire up. And I think the Rowie versus buttery thing is different areas of Aberdeenshire. There are people in Glasgow that will have no idea what we are talking about. So a buttery, we have a freezer stuffed full of butteries because my in-laws were for the Aberdeenshire area, so we always have butteries in the fridge, in the freezer rather, and usually have them for breakfast. If you can imagine, a roll made of croissant.
1: No, but quite a dense croissant.
0: But squashed down. So and, it's, and that, it's, it's dense, it's flaky, and it's greasy, and it's salty. So these were invented yes, salty, um, for the sailors to go out. When the fishermen and things went out, it would be invented because they would keep for days because of so much yeah. lard in them. They were super small, but they were... Packed full of fat, so full of energy. Um, and you still get them in the north now, and they are amazing. You just pop, they're about, I mean, they're about the size of a flat bagel, I would yeah. say. You pop it in the toaster, straight from the freezer, and, like, a couple of minutes, they toast up just a tiny little bit of buttery on it. With, with, sorry, a tiny little <laughs> bit of butter. on butter the buttery. This is, a, like, a massive bone of contention in our family, because, like, my niece puts Nutella on it. Oh. We're like what? You know, just butter. Just but butter. I obviously
1: you have them in the freezer. I always like them fresh, just with butter Oh,
0: yeah. Too. I mean, I love. I mean, fresh is like a whole other thing. Yeah. But it we have to, we have to get them imported. Yeah, <laughs> we get them in, we get them imported from the wintry north. <laughs> um, so actually, that's not true. You can get them in ASDA as well.
1: Are we they in a package?
0: Ones? No, they are from. I think it's a bakery called. McDonald's or something like that from the north. They're fantastic and those are the ones we use. We did use to import them till we discovered them in Asda and now we just get them from Asda. Uh, so the next one is quite an interesting one. Question 13. What goes in a Scottish fry up other than square sausage, bacon and potato scone? What else are you adding to that fry up?
1: It's obviously, haggis. Yes. Scottish fry. See, Scottish fry ups don't have haggis. I'm kind of like you're not representing your country very well. This is pathetic. So haggis. Shame well, on you. Black pudding, obviously. It's yes. Away, hopefully better.
0: Yeah. This
1: is uh, generally a generally I kind of oh be- beans. Absolutely. Beans f- in a fry up. need something
0: a bit wet. You you do to be fair. Um, I I mean, he's I don't eat fry ups that often. And I certainly don't make them at home, yeah, I so don't I make them at home, yeah. I tend to be. I was at Single End last weekend, and I had their kind of meaty Scottish breakfast, and I changed some things around because they had tomato in it, which I don't like, so I took that out. I added halloumi, they have beautiful beautiful baked eggs. I feel like halloumi is not really part of a Scottish fry-up though. It's not, but I
1: would add it to anything
0: also, so I support that decision. So I would say, I'm going to give you an East Coast version of a fry-up because Mm -hmm. I suppose the last time I really had a fry-up would have been when I was younger at home um, because my dad would sometimes do one on a Sunday. So I would have square sausage, bacon, potato scone, obviously polony polony is another east coast thing that is like it's a pork product mm-hmm. that is in the shape of like black pudding so it's that kind of rolled you know yeah. maybe a little bit bigger and it's sliced and it's like a sausage but it's not square sausage it's more pork sausage like than square sausage right okay so yeah. it's like the texture of a pork sausage, but in a, but in a round flat okay. disc. And it's incredible. It's one of my favourite breakfast products. I rarely have it because if I had it here, I would eat it all of the time. Yeah. Um, that would go in it. French toast would go in it. Oh,
1: that's a no. That well, that's like,
0: eggy bread. No, French toast.
1: Well.
0: Like, it blew my mind when I moved here and brunch became a bigger thing that French toast is sweet.
1: Well, I would agree really with you. I'd have bacon with my French
0: toast. But I would have tomato sauce with my French toast when I was oh, younger. So did I. I had tomato
1: sauce with my French like, toast.
0: Like, like to me, French French toast. that's w- put salt on it. Would be a savoury item, yeah, yeah. and now it still kind of blows my mind that it's a sweet item I here. nipples, similar like pancakes. Well, I don't have it sweet, so
1: I'm totally with you on childhood French toast with tomato I
0: think, sauce. I think. I think that's. I think that's an American influence that's made them yeah. sweet now because I don't feel that was 20 years ago how we had. Nah. And it wasn't French toast, but it I don't egg. I
1: was having a fry up. That's only, I had that as a meal on its own, like just French toast. Yeah, cheese I cheese mean, s- sometimes. Or ch- cheesy dreams?
0: Uh, I don't know what a cheesy dream is. That's a West Coast thing. Is it? What's that's, that? That's
1: like two bits of French toast but with melted cheese. Oh, I mean, Jesus. Now you're serious. That
0: you're in. blowing my mind now. <laughs> okay. Cheesy dreams. Guess, guess what I'm having on Saturday morning yeah. for breakfast. So basically
1: make your French toast.
0: And then you cook your French toast a wee bit longer with that is crazy melted cheese. Something or, I that we would put in as well. I don't know if this is a West Coast thing, like fried bread, like yeah, a, like it greasy. Is. Yeah. like I've not had it for years, but that would sometimes fried bread. be the other thing I quite liked. That I don't even know if this is a thing anymore. Well, of course it's a thing. I mean it's just egg and bread. But would be to like take your slice of bread, mm-hmm. cut a hole in the middle, put your bread in your oil. Cook one side of it, flip it over so it goes like crispy and greasy, yeah. and then in the hole drop an egg in it. No. So that's I mean, I d- my dad maybe invented that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but that was a thing that I would sometimes have in in a fry up. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, black pudding, obviously. Um, I love when you're up north, north, and it's there's white pudding as well. Yes. In do. a breakfast, um, All some I mean. No, absolutely never mushrooms or tomato. (laughs) Uh, Mushrooms, isn't it? No, never for anything, ever. Um, Never tomato. Like Beans I could take or leave, if I'm being honest, because there's tomato sauce. I love haggis. Um, Right, okay, let's crack on and get powering through these because we've still got a few more questions to answer. Tonics, tea cake versus caramel wafer. Which one would you have? If you'd
1: looked at my stories last night,
0: I've not seen your story from last it night. It was a
1: caramel wafer. Yeah, wafer every day of, of the week. And a dark chocolate one for me.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I was, <laughs> I was somewhere recently where they had, do you know where I was? I was in the Lexus dealership looking at cars and they had, on a Saturday, they have like cakes and things yeah. like for people coming in and they had a cake stand set up packed with Tunnock's tea cakes. Like packed. I was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> but I would always have a caramel wafer. I don't know why. Just that's I like. I like the caramel I, wafers. I like, that's I like. Do you know what? Actually, I wouldn't have a caramel wafer. That's the thing. I would have one of their just wafers. Like they do ones that don't have caramel in it. They, oh, if you they? go, if you go to like the like some of the food fairs and things, right. and tonics are usually take a big stall, and you can buy all of their things. Last time I saw them. Which I think was maybe like the ideal home show last year. They had it was like buy four get four free that kind of thing. I bought eight packets of dark wafers. I
1: always get the you know the Christmas boxes. I think
0: that is a great gift. Oh yeah, I think they maybe sent me one of those once, and it was amazing. Yeah, it had like the cakes, the cake. Cake, the cherry cake, yes, um, yes. The snowballs, the tonics tea cakes. One hundred. The- I have. I was sent that one year. Just awesome. I, I totally forgot that existed but yes I have received one of those before. So
1: I actually go and get them for like my gran, my dad and they want them year on year so you have to go up to the place in Uddingston to buy them. Oh
0: the tea shop in Uddingston's insane. I've not been there for many many years but it's like a step back in time where they had (laughs) trifles that are like served in like those little white sort of bowl dishes you know what I mean then it's in like the cakes that look like a domino, yeah, <laughs> that have sprinkles on the outside. And they're one
1: of those ones that definitely they have stood the test of time. They and that has become and they're always busy. About them. Yeah. They're
0: always busy. And I also love as well that if you've ever watched Still Game, Beefy Bakes, Victor and Jack went to the Beefy Bake Factory one day. Mm. It was a Tonics Factory, and I always enjoy the fact that when I watched them, I'm like oh, it's a Tonics Factory. <laughs> That's how I always do. So whenever I'm, I'm near, I think I'm always like, should we go and get like a Beefy Bake? Um, Next question. This is also a bone of contention because I'm convinced everybody keeps it in the wrong place. Where do you keep your ketchup? Cupboard or fridge? Cupboard. Fridge, because that's what it says on the packaging.
1: (laughs) There's not even any point discussing this. Nope. I I don't like cold ketchup. So see even like, for example, certain things I will take out the fridge, so when I'm having a mozzarella and tomato salad, I need to have it at the room temperature. I need to leave it out for a while to cool before I then eat it.
0: Well you <laughs> shouldn't have Mo- mozzarella Why would I like cold tomato sauce. Mozzarella should be exactly. room temperature. As should ketchup. No. <laughs> because on the packaging it says Stone in the yeah, fridge. So I keep all of my sauces in the fridge because that's what it says on the packaging. And I do not want to get food poisoned. Do you follow instructions? of you generally? Generally, yes. <laughs> that's like
1: my mum. So you go through the airport, it says, you must take your case off of the iPads. And she's like, Lauren, take the case off. I'm like, nobody else has mum. Take the case off, Lauren. Take the case off. And I'm like, oh my God, calm down. No. And she actually
0: freaks out over it. The sign says. I'm not that bad. I used, <laughs> to, I used to keep tomato sauce in the cupboard till I read it and was like, wait a minute. This says it should be kept in the fridge and consumed within six weeks. Who knew?
1: But it also says consumed consume within six weeks. Which I generally do.
0: For that, no. No, actually to be fair, I don't. It
1: says the girl, though, that eats, actively eats quite a lot out of date. so
0: I am trying to be better with that in a, trying to have less food wastage. Like... I used to be, if it was like half past midnight, oh, you can't eat that, it's yeah. out of date. Whereas now, I try to be better with bread and actually look at it with my eyeballs rather than just look at the day. And so I, I'm making a conscious effort to waste less food. I ate a
1: cereal two weeks ago that went out of date
0: in <laughs> December, 2018. Al ate a Twix last week, which was a year out of date. Yeah, it was fine. And I was like, oh, do you know what, you're going to be fine it's chocolate is a-okay i have i went to mental munchies which is in the forge do amazing american candy and bought some of their out of well it's not out of date it's best before stuff and yeah. it's perfect it's yeah. absolutely fine uh okay cracking on two more questions to go another bone of contention i feel this is going to be east versus west and obviously the east will be right okay. as always is it ginger or is it juice, juice. Juice, of course it's juice. It's when people So you are you again? one hundred percent it's absolutely ju- All soft drinks are juice yes, in fine. my world. That am, am I not normal with the No. So quite a lot of people here call it I've heard it called I do soda call a like lot. Yeah. Oh,
1: to like, and ginger. Yeah. Shall
0: we should we go and get a soda? I'm like that... What, oh. that's
1: American. And
0: I've heard that I'm hearing that a lot now more in Glasgow. Um juice. <laughs> Yeah, or well, like, like a fizzy drink. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you mean juice? Every all soft drinks other than water are juice yeah. to me. It. It's one hundred percent. I don't like fresh orange juice. Juice. Yeah. Iron brew. Juice. juice. Yeah. Coke. Juice. it's All <laughs> juice. I hate soft drinks being described as ginger because there is nothing ginger about it. I don't mind iron brew being described as ginger because iron brew has a ginger esque quality to it. Yeah. Although it's not ginger because I don't like ginger. But there is a, a spiciness almost to <laughs> you it. Know. Spicy. Last question. This
1: is interesting. This
0: me. is an interesting one. Have you ever actually eaten a deep fried Mars bar in What's real life? Seen? Seen. Oh, like, have you actually ever seen? I've never
1: even seen one.
0: So I have eaten one, but I like to think of it, I've eaten it in a very West End ironic way. Um I was in a restaurant once. And they were doing. They did one as a dessert, and it came with like you know a quenelle of clotted cream, and, <laughs> and, and I was like, look, the at posh me, way look, look at me, a deep fried marshmallow. Look at me, deep fried marshmallow. Also, I feel they did it wrong because the batter it came in was like spongy pakora batter. Oh no. And I feel like that's not actually that's how it really should have done. Butter. I remember vividly being in high school when this became a thing. Vividly. And the chip shop that we would all go to, the Blue Grotto in Dundee. The Blue Grotto. Which I don't know if it's still there anymore. It's like a Smurf,
1: like, Santa combination.
0: In, well, it was blue. <laughs> it was, so that's why it became the Blue Grotto, yeah. because it was blue, like vivid Smurf blue. Um And they would do any chocolate bar deep fried. Oh. So you would go in, some people would get like bounties, and I never had one because I thought it sounded disgusting. I can assure you all, it is disgusting. Yeah. It's not a thing. I
1: just, I'm I'm more a Snickers than a Mars bar as well. Well, you can never
0: try one deep fried.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't understand why you would deep fry it. But then
1: put it this way. I eat my Snickers out of the fridge. So again, so this is it. It's
0: interesting. Chocolate out of the fridge or out of the cupboard? A fridge? I vary. So just now... I've had. Um, I went to Mental Munchies and I bought a lot of shit, like a lot. <laughs> a lot. I walked out. I walked out with bags that were so heavy they were bouncing when I walked. Um, and it was so expensive that I put it on the fridge because I didn't want it to melt in the heat. But yeah. Um, but g- I mean, generally, I it depends what it is. I like to keep Oreo products in the fridge. Do really, so you like Oreo, Oreo, no, no, the Oreo bites. Oh, right, okay. Biscuits, no, definitely yeah. not, but like little Oreo bites and or Oreo chocolate and stuff like that, I'll keep that in the fridge, but like it, it varies. I can, I, I like it both ways. M&M's I sometimes like to keep in the fridge, but not the caramel M&M's. It's the interesting M&M's i
1: will probably eat out of the fridge. I don't know why, I think they're, because they're in the, in case they're in little the casing. Um, but yeah, nothing that, but then I like a lot of dark chocolate. I don't eat a lot of chocolate. So I generally
0: have dark chocolate, Twixies in the fridge, mm-hmm. uh, caramel wafers in the fridge, Snickers in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree That's with all of generally go-to chocolatey things. I, I, it varies. Just now I have chocolate in the fridge because I don't want it to melt and go everywhere, but I don't vastly prefer it either way. So I have no problem with people having it in the fridge or out of the fridge, unlike tomato sauce, which should be in your refrigerators, people. Mm-hmm. And that's it, we've answered the seventeen questions and I would say we're pretty close to agreeing on
1: quite most of the yeah. language argument.
0: No other than stovies, which yeah. I'm very glad you bowed <laughs> down to because I feel <laughs> I am very, very passionate about how West Coast cannot make stovies at all.
1: So how long has it taken us to answer 17
0: questions? Uh, well, we're on about 50 minutes right now. Oh, so goodness. it's fairly... I hope there's still someone listening. Maybe? Bonus! <laughs> <laughs> made it this far. I feel like we should be sharing like state secrets if somebody's listened now for 48 minutes. 49 minutes now. I have no state secrets to share. I don't have any well. either. I have no, nothing at all I'll exciting to share. i next time. Hashtag
1: food filth.
0: Hashtag food film. Right, so let's round it off. Where is the best place or the best thing you have eaten in the last few weeks?
1: Um, brunch, is it Fielker? Fielker?
0: I am not going the to even attempt Danish to place, say it.
1: I uh, absolutely loved it and the staff were so amazing and it's actually encouraged me to make a beetroot and apple salad at home because
0: mm. it was
1: tremendous. Interesting. And also my makeup artist, uh, Romilia, um, who's doing my makeup in here for the wedding and uh, who's Russian works at Hair and Makeup Lounge on Bath Street in yes. She took me to Kosachok mm-hmm. and she's the one that made me take a shot of vodka at about midday on a Monday afternoon.
0: That's wild. But
1: food was, again, lovely and such a reasonable lunch deal. Cool. So,
0: eating European. Eating European. What about you? I, in the last few weeks, what have I had that's delicious? I went to Szechuan House on Socky Hall Street and it was amazing. Um, I think sometimes people are put off by Socky Hall Street but you walk through the door you don't feel like you're on Socky Hall Street at all. It feels like you're just in a nice restaurant and the food is really good. I went to Single End and had an amazing cooked breakfast and I also went to Peace for the first time in Finiston and had the most insane salt beef sandwich which people went wild for on instagram i got 1300 likes um yeah those have been my top pick over the last few weeks i think if i had to only pick one it would probably be the salt beef sandwich and also on sunday i went to the Hebridean for a roast and i think a roast is quite a difficult thing to find in glasgow you generally have to go to your port and Rise, your butcher shops that type of thing Hebrideans, spot on, and it's a pretty good deal. I don't know how much it was. Three courses is in the twenty pound something mark, and it was insanely beautiful. And those would be my top picks for where I have eaten in the last few weeks. And obviously, Bingso always, just Bingso, Bingso, always, Bing always, always Bingso, always, <laughs> always Bing Sol, always cake bar, always cotton always sweet things. <laughs> Um, yeah so that's another week if you're still listening like really honestly you deserve a medal you should DM us if you're still listening and we'll give you a shout out in the next podcast yeah. <laughs> because I feel, I feel you've done so well to get to this point <laughs> and thank you thanks for listening guys thank you so much for sticking with us all the way to the end of this epic length podcast hopefully Lauren's microphone didn't bother you too much but we promise it will be fixed for next time we're really sorry about that if you have any ideas or thoughts on what you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, you can slide into my DMs at Glasgow Food Geek or Lauren's at Lauren's Cravens. Until next time, Food Lovers.